Hello and welcome to Things in My House, the podcast where I talk about the things in my house for no reason. Today's episode is about my Super Nintendo. My name is Vasily. Thanks for joining me. There's nothing like wholesome food to help keep you in good health. What do you think? my Super Nintendo for a long time. I couldn't tell you what year I got it, but I'm pretty sure it was close after launch. Maybe 1993. It's probably the thing I've owned for the longest amount of time. And it's always been very close by. It's a small, rectangular box. Gray in color, with a few purple accents. There's a good texture on the box. Enjoyable to touch. Purple accents are pleasant mechanical switches. They work well. The sound and feeling of the game cartridges rubbing against each other is very nice. The whole thing feels very solid, not fragile, which I appreciate, because when I was four years old, I definitely was not careful. I don't even know if I'm actually careful now. A small dongle attaches to the front of the box. It's actually the controller. Older controllers had to connect to the system. For those of you that don't know, almost all controllers had a wire. And every system had between two and four ports to plug in that wire. There's something really enjoyable about the Super Nintendo and its connection. It's flat and wide connection. Unlike its predecessor. The controller was nice too. The button feedback was exceptionally wonderful. When I think about video game controllers, the Super Nintendo controller comes to mind. 
think the Super Nintendo controller was a turning point. The icon of classic gaming. I think this controller is perfect. It has beautiful curves. It fits perfectly in my hands. When I think about what a controller should feel like, this is it. Sure, it doesn't have a joystick. It doesn't rumble. But that doesn't matter. It was rounded, unlike the box it attached to, but only in the West. The Japanese Super Nintendo didn't look like a brick. It was also curved, more elegant, something I wouldn't know until many years later. And it didn't have as much purple. In fact, it had yellow, red, and blue instead. I was surprised, impressed, confused that it wasn't called the Super Nintendo, but the Super Famicom. It was the first time I was interested in history. My Super Nintendo has a slight discoloration, which is ironic actually, because the discoloration is caused by a specific chemical mixed into the plastic. And that chemical was specifically mixed into the plastic to prevent discoloration. So, yeah, that's pretty ironic. I don't know if they were the happiest times, but it feels like it. This little gray box underneath my TV is a symbol for me of a glorious time. A time where Mega Man codes were the most important thing to me. A time where I didn't have real problems. Where everything was fun. Where the whole world was the size of my school. And when I got home, it shrunk down to just one TV screen. When I think about video games as a whole, I think about the Super Nintendo. I think that no matter what system I'm playing currently, there's always going to be a space next to it for my Super Nintendo. I hope that one day I can feel as strongly for other things as I do for my little gray box of dreams.
do you think? Thanks for listening. I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>